following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. To paraphrase then Cincinnati Bengals head coach Sam Weish, You don't live in Cleveland. And thank God we don't live in Cleveland. We're at 630 days in between wins. But it's Victory Friday in Cleveland. It's Football Friday here at the Star in Frisco. And welcome to Talking Cowboys. Y'all ready for another football weekend? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go. It got started last night. Thursday night football. In a big, big way. Yeah. I listened to Cleveland Sports Talk Radio on my way home from my CBS 11 gig last night. And the talk show host on Cleveland Sports Talk Radio, we're calling that one of the greatest sports nights in Cleveland history. <laughs> Never oh. mind any NBA yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, they've got the Indians, Indians going to play great. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. But anyway. That's the way we kick off this football weekend. You should have seen the scene outside the stadium because you know you got to walk across that. There's a big, huge walkway over the highway from the stadium to downtown. Mm-hmm. There, you couldn't see anything but people when they did the overshot on the post game. They show. were chanting Baker Mayfield. They were all <laughs> over the place. It was it was almost like they had won a championship. It was. It was. I tweeted a gif last night of Bob Euchre in the uh, Major League press box. Yeah, jumping up and down. Just going nuts because that's what it <laughs> reminded me of. It's like they finally did something, you know, the laughing stock. Maybe it's turning around for him. We'll yep. see. Well, yep. it was it was strange because the post-game show on NFL Network, they had Joe Thomas on there. Yeah, yeah. And How much he, weight has he lost, by the way? All those offensive linemen and, do that yeah, when they're getting radio, and, TV. And, and hair, too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we can't talk about no, that. No, we can't. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, but he was coming out of his skin. It was... Giddy. And the lady who was the host was coming out of her skin. I mean, it was... It was I, I thought it was, you know... Who do they play this week? New Year's Day. Oakland in 10 days, I think. Is it Oakland? Yeah. In Oakland? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm... Brian's looking on. Can they keep this up? No, I'm just... You know, you you think about... And, hey, very passionate football fans in Cleveland. And, yeah, you should be happy for them. But, okay, can you you sustain this now? Right. Well, they are one, one, and one now. No, no. And they they, Pittsburgh off their feet. Should have beat Pittsburgh in the opener. And then the Saints last week. And And they finally got... Pittsburgh. Convinced yeah. that yeah, Baker, exactly. that Baker Mayfield's their starting quarterback. Yeah, he it, gives them a chance to win. That's all John Dorsey was looking for. He, John, John, I well, talked to John about waited this. so long. Well, no, you would have made up a reason why they should have never played him because he's a young guy. Or no, something. I would <laughs> not have said something. Absolutely like that. not. But oh, we should always play young quarterbacks. I didn't say that. They should have played him over what they had. If they were going to make him the first, we're two pick weeks in the into draft. the season, three weeks into well, the season. The should they play him in week crazy one? Crazy as Mickey sounds, I have to agree with him. Yeah. Thank you. Is it? Is it? Should they <laughs> play him in week one? Should they have drafted him first? I wouldn't have drafted him first. I okay. would have. I would have. Okay, here's the. <laughs> <laughs> of course, 
<laughs> With this this is the narrative that we've learned over these years. Yes. Yeah. When things kind of roll the right way, let's see what happens in the next I couple weeks. I had no weeks. problem. I said it when they drafted Mickey. Him first. You are not drafting a six foot quarterback I first said overall. I would you take might be him. six foot, but you're not drafting a six foot. quarterback. I will say this. I was saying I would have drafted him, but I of course am prejudiced because I'm an OU. You guy. did. I'd you picked him. him when you and I did the mock yep. draft. Yep. You picked him first. And I thought all actually I thought all along that Cleveland would pick him number one overall once they reviewed everything. They were looking to change the right. the, the, right. the and the, the only the negative. Was the, the comparisons to Manziel, in my opinion? Yeah. Oh my you God, know? he is so yeah. Johnny. It's not even funny. And I know Aikman well, made the comparison is. to Tony in the in the, on the broadcast, and I can see that. But just the dynamic, that kind of just the wild wildness to his game reminds me of Johnny. Maybe but it is a arm, young Romo. He, yeah. he can make the throws, though. I mean, he is. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of Mike Evans in Johnny Manziel's college career. Oh sure, you know, just throw it but, up. But uh, you know, and then I, I take it back and relate it to the Cowboys and. What Mayfield brought to that Cleveland team last night when he came in the game, especially when you compare with what was going on with Tyrod Taylor in the first half of that game, there was a tempo and an energy. He's used to playing that way. Exactly, right. And I think that this Cowboys team needs to kind of play that way a lot of times. I'm not saying that uh, necessarily – I think they would like to play that way as far as being able to throw the football down the field and stuff. Now, he takes a lot more – and he's going to have horrible games – he may in Oakland in 10 days from sure. now. He's going to have four pick games. And, and he is unlike Dak Prescott in that regard because Dak, his whole thing is taking care of the football and everything. Sure. But I think when the Cowboys play with tempo, and I'm talking on defense too, the speed that the Cowboys have on defense, and when you look at that Cleveland team and what they've done in acquiring players, they've got a young team that has a lot of speed on defense now. I think that there's some comparisons there, and I think that's the way that the Cowboys, and I think in this league that's the way you need to play to win now is get as much speed as you can on on the field and I don't know you you, you take control of a football game that way you've seen both both guys everybody's seen both guys now who would you rather have him or Mahomes uh I would lean I mean toward, if you're talking about big 12 guys uh, I, I would lean toward Mahomes just the size you know bigger yeah, quarterback a, uh less less limitations but I mean I I've thought Baker I didn't see much of Darnold. But I really, Kingsbury had the same decision to make about five sure. or six years ago. Yeah. That, they just were both shows you that, that just shows you that guys <laughs> who are supposedly no quarterbacks don't know quarterbacks. Well, no. I mean, I mean he, I he had think, Manziel. Uh, yeah, he Cliff, did. Well, Cliff had Cliff Manziel. Had, well, he had Davis Webb. Yeah, got rid of him. As, uh, at the same time. Yeah. And Mayfield was a walk-on, and he wound up starting uh, eventually in that – true freshman season at Texas sure. Tech. And that's why he was upset at the end of the year when they did, hadn't, didn't give him a scholarship, yeah. why he transferred. But I don't think you can be critical of Kingsbury if your choice is Mahomes. I mean, when you look at the talent that Mahomes has, uh, the intangibles that Mayfield has, it's for, he, you know, he's just – he's a – He's a guy that leadership follow, intangibles yes. is, that he has as far as, you know, he brings to the table a lot as far as getting a team – Loaded up on his back, and hey, we're going to win this game. And you if know? you had watched the post game show, you wouldn't compare him to Manziel. Why? Because Manziel would have made it all about himself, and oh. I thought Baker did a nice job of making it about the team. I'm not. T- I'm talking about on the. Field. I know. I know. Watch him won multiple games for Cleveland, by the way. And and he, yeah, <laughs> and he 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 handled himself really well when everybody else on the set was so giddy and beside themselves, including Reggie Bush and Michael Irvin, 
uh, he he was the calming factor on there, and I thought that was a very mature he, thing that he's he a did. smart guy too. I mean, he's now he's had his incidents, obviously yeah. off the field, you know, college kid incidents and stuff like that. That uh, a lot of the good ones have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and just yeah. need to keep him out of Arkansas, right? That's right. Keep him out of Fayetteville, yeah. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, and from a leadership standpoint, you look at this quarterback here, and 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 uh, Dak plays with a lot of confidence, and I yeah. think it that it's uh, something that energizes a team. And you know, when the great example of it's last November, when this team played as had as horrible a three game stretch as the Cowboys have ever had, uh, and he kept the faith, you know, and I, I think that's why they were able to. Finish somewhat strongly, you know, and turn. I think it you're onto something though about playing with pace. Yeah, we've talked about it here before. You know, if you do, and we call it a college attack, or at least I do. If you if you have you play to his strengths, I think that's what Hugh Jet Hugh Jackson. Then we're going to learn in Cleveland. You got to play to his strengths, mm-hmm. whatever that is, moving him around the pocket or letting him make throws, however you want to do it. But that's how you get your quarterbacks going. That's how you get your offensive go. To, to go you, you find a way to play to these guys strengths and if it means having to play at a little bit faster pace trust him he's going to go make some plays for you this quarterback and and if that's the you know if that's the way you have to win games I, I'm all for that hey remember taking it to Seattle remember the preseason game where when Romo got hurt and Dak yeah. became the starting quarterback and remember Zeke in that game, how he took it to the Legion oh, of Boom. Oh, sure. In that, I mean, I think – a great collision with him and Cam Chancellor. Exactly. That, yeah. And he he was a leader in that respect. The way, And that was a meaningless preseason game, okay? But I think that set the tone for that entire season, just the attitude that Zeke had against that established yeah. veteran defense and those guys. took it to him. And that, that's the attitude they need to have when yeah. they go up there. It's a di- totally different uh, Seattle team than what uh, they faced before. But in that atmosphere that's gonna they're going to be playing in, mm-hmm. a home opener for the Seahawks, on, and it's a desperate, you know, wounded Tiger, they, they got to yeah. have that same attitude when they go up there yeah. on Sunday. Those guys wanted to welcome the rookie to the NFL that exactly. night. And, and he, the rookie he knew, was up to the challenge. He knew it was coming. Yeah, he need. He's one of my keys to the game, Brian. I think they got to get him going somehow to try to take the crowd out of it. Um, but you mentioned pace. I'm with you there. And like with Mayfield, I don't watch as much Oklahoma football as you do, but it seemed like that reminded me of the Oklahoma offense when he was mm-hmm. in there. Um, defensively, he talked about speed. We talked to Rod Marinelli yesterday. He said this is the fastest defense he's had in Dallas, just the overall team speed on defense. And I think that's – he didn't go as far as to say Chicago or Tampa Bay – where he's been now that was those were championship level defenses but that side of the ball too they're they are flying around and that's another thing they're going to have to be able to do that team speed is critical to stopping Russell Wilson on who Sunday. asked a question to him about if he was calling defenses I don't remember it got asked a couple different times was it early several it might times, it might have been Todd Archer and it got it got asked late okay yeah it was yeah. several times do you worry about Chris Richard doing too much in this game um I, no, because I think he's he's already done this the first couple. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the season. speed and all that, you know, and things. I mean, does he does he? Try I don't know. Oh, that you, he oh has, you mean in terms of calling? The yeah, game. calling the game. Yeah, I don't. He, oh, I don't but, know that he has carte blanche treatment. I I think that 
the way Rod was talking, it, it was almost like Suggestive. the head yeah, coach yeah. telling the offensive gotcha. coordinator, gotcha. okay, look, yeah. let's not I'm sorry I missed this. that. That was let's yeah, not yeah, let's, let's, that. Let's, let's dive into that. Were you there when yeah. this was discussed yeah. at Marinelli? Yeah, yeah. both of us were. Okay, so, so – That's a good job of being there, though. Yeah, that's right. And uh, because that was the story that came out of yesterday. I mean, if you were watching – the uh, TV tape, especially uh, the TV copy on uh, su- Sunday night, it was obvious that Richard was heavily involved. If you were not, they didn't even see the sideline shots. It was obvious that Richard was heavily involved, just seeing what they were doing defensively. Yeah, the yeah. amount of blitzing yeah. they Corner did. Corner blitzes and you stuff know, like and that. And the other thing, I, and I was talking with Rod when we walked off. You know, it's one thing to blitz; it's another thing to get yeah. there. And this home. team has blitzed previously, and they don't home. get there. They, they didn't have home. guys that knew yes, how to do right. it. That's absolutely right. These linebackers mm-hmm. are better at it. The guys coming off the edge are better than it. Because before, I, I remember seeing them blitz, and they'd get picked up, and they'd, they'd sit yeah. there and do the little bear dance that's, with the guys. That's right? absolutely right. Yep. And, and, and now they're actually getting there, and, and, and the scheme is getting there also. So it looks like they're blitzing more when you're having success. But, yeah, I, I, I thought Rod was really good when he explained it. He goes, hey, the thing about what goes on around here is team. Right. And we're a team. And I don't need all the, all the praise, all the glory. Sure. It's like if, if he's doing it and he's got the hot hand, he's going to go. But he also said that, you know, I'll be in his ear. And it's like, don't forget this or think about that. And, 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 and I thought it was a, you know, it, it, it sounds like it's, they, they've got a good coordination going now. Can I ask another question? Yeah. Would it be to their advantage to have him call, primarily call the defenses in this game? Well, that's what I was. No getting, one, no one, yeah. no one. And now the problem is Brian Schottenheimer is not Daryl Bevel. Yeah, not the so, same. So, you know, OC he has. Yeah, so he, I don't know if he has a lot of relationship with uh, Brian Schottenheimer. But if he if it was Daryl Bevel standing over on the other sidelines, I think he could probably understand how Daryl would might call a game. Yeah, and and just his knowledge, he's been around Russell Wilson for six seven years now. They haven't. So, Russell Wilson hasn't caught on with this offense yet. Yeah, that's been a big problem. You know, him. I think yeah. that the benefit of, of of his knowledge of the Seahawks is he knows the personnel, personnel that intimately. That it's helps. not like you got to watch it on tape, right? Yeah. I know what this guy can do. I right. know what this guy's good weaknesses point. are. Good point. And he'll be able to, I think, exploit that uh, a little bit and probably help both sides of the ball. You know, somebody asked Dak, how much does he help you? And, and it was like, well, you know, he'll he'll say a few things, but he goes, you know, we watch tape and we yeah. we see what you got to see. But well, and, and no, Lenny he spent a lot of time really with him good. This week. Yeah. Took yeah. him through every single play that they've played him in the last few years. In fact, so, it, it was like Sean McVay like, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Recall. Apparently, yeah. we have we have someone else we have discovered, a Chris Richard, who can remember every play of every single game he's been involved with in his life. Well, as a, as a coordinator. <laughs> You always know what works and what doesn't work. You remember, like you say, you try and forget the ones that didn't. But in a game like this, yeah, if I'm Scott Linehan. I'm I'm taking him to dinner and I'm saying, listen, okay, I, I've got these thoughts. Tell me if this is going to work. If I was coordinate, if you if I was battling you, would this work against what you think that they're going to try and do? And he, because he knows Ken Norton. I mean, he's right. worked with Ken Norton before, mm-hmm. so Ken Norton that is that is a familiarity he does have. Right, so uh, you know that's something that's uh, worthwhile to to keep an eye on. But then now, does Pete Carroll know 
Him. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? If, if now it's revealed that Chris Richard is the one calling yeah. the defenses, calling the shots, then, yeah. oh, we know exactly what he wants to do. Yeah. But like do they have an offensive line that can handle it? Yeah, that's going to be the, – the, the Seahawks are absolutely terrible. There's, these are two teams that are terrible on third down playing against each other, by the way. Yeah. I mean, Dallas is at 23% or so, and Seattle's at 28 mm. So it, it, we always – it's very clichéic to say – it's going to come down to how you play on third down, but what defense can force the other one to get off the field? Yeah. Russell Wilson's been terrible on third down. I think he's only six of, or seven of 17 throwing the ball, and he's like two of six on third downs with like distance of th- uh, three yards, three to seven yards. So, you know, how do you get him in third down situations if they're having as much problems as they're having? A lot of the blitzes we've seen from the Cowboys have come on third down, and they've been successful. That's one reason they've been able to get off the field. So that they do more of that in this game, it might just depend on the matchups. We'll see. But I do like, uh, you know, the other thing about – Was uh, I right, Mickey? Dallas is 23%, yeah. and they're 28%. Yeah, I think that's – I just want to make what sure I was said, right. right. Yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure I was right. I knew you were going to look me up. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I knew you. Were, I knew you were going to do it. So I appreciate that. That's though. teamwork right there. That is See, teamwork. That is, I pre- that's the yeah. element of team I, right there. No, he, anything for the sake of accuracy. I'm old. Exactly I'm trying to be right. accurate here. <laughs> you know, um, but on the subject though of defensive coordinator, pass game coordinator, game plan, so forth, mm-hmm. there's so much more that goes into it during a given week than just than who's calling the shots on players on better game be better day. too. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that uh, a lot of uh, the a lot of fans who are casual fans out there don't understand that the responsibilities even that position coaches have on a staff, the sure. important responsibilities that they have. And that they are given. They are expected to do a lot. And so I think, you know, people will make a lot about, uh, okay, who who the play caller is, but there's so much more that goes into it than that. Well, and it's all – and a lot of that's pre-planned. Right. Yeah, and there's a reason why they carry that sheet with them. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's not a sheet of 150 plays and it's like, okay, let me pick this one. You know, they've got their tendencies and what they want to do on situations, down distance. Yeah. And, and, and here's the choice of plays that we think will work in this situation. And, and, and so that's all planned out ahead of time. And Matt Eberflus did some of this for Rod in recent years, too. But Rod acknowledged this is more on Richard's plate than maybe Matt had in the past. And I think a lot of it, too, has to come back to just overall. They have such a similar philosophy on, on how they believe in defense should be played. And it goes back to just their own coaching trees essentially you know Richard kind of came from the same style as Rod so I think there's just a comfort level there with Rod Pete Carroll was with Marinelli and Monty Kiffin that's where he learned there it is to go back all the way back to Pacific when they were yeah so it's a long way I mean uh, the branches are intertwined in a lot of different ways yeah Okay, we will uh, continue here on Talking Cowboys. There's a Terrence Williams report out there as well. And, uh, of course, we brought that uh, possibility up earlier in the week. And we'll take your phone calls, 888-855-2297, when Talking Cowboys continues in a moment. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. 
To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice-cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Nestle the boys in Tommy John, Brian, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. They're feature-packed, and they feel amazing. And if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear. Don't disagree. Or their free guarantee. I don't disagree either. Plus, shop exclusive, not. exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. You know what I'm discovering about my Tommy Johns is that they make me slimmer. Oh, and I have a hard time keeping my pants up. Tighten, tightens everything up. Huh? That's exactly right. That's good. Y'all notice that? Tightens. I haven't been really up. checking, but I mean, I'm just, I'll go with not, you. Not on checking that. me. Oh. I mean, I'm checking myself. I, I need, I need I mean. a bigger pair of Tommy Johns then. <laughs> or smaller. <laughs> One way or another, we need to do something. I'm sitting there pulling up my pants, and I realize, <laughs> it's, well, it's because I got these this slick Sli- underwear on. Slick underwear, yeah. Uh, slick <laughs> underwear. <laughs> it's slick and making me sleek. And I feel younger. <laughs> this is the okay. fountain of youth here. That's right. I found the fountain of youth in Tommy John. Now I just got to get more than two pairs so I can stay useful so all get, week long. So, so I can get more than four days out of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, for, for you turn them inside out, you get an extra day, no, yeah, well, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> for Santa, yeah. That sounds like a college move. No doubt. <laughs> I just turned him inside again, out. Again, coming from a man who just throws his clothes all over his room. <laughs> we, we, we do have a college effect here. <laughs> uh, I want to mention, we talked earlier in the week about the market at the Star yeah. because of the weather conditions yeah, that are good. forecast. Uh, it's been postponed, so there will be no market at the Star on Saturday. And But I do want to say this about the Star District. Of course, it offers over 30 restaurants and retail spaces at this, your Dallas Cowboys-themed campus. The perfect place to shop, dine, bring the whole family. And they are open come rain or shine a lot of good every places, day. A lot of good places to eat. That's this, right. This facility, yes. You got your happy hour on Tuesday, too. Yes, happy hour is a lot of fun. Come and out some and outdoor us. facilities that are covered. Yes. That's right. You can sit, on the, you can sit outside and... Have cocktails at Concrete Cowboy. And watch it rain. Watch it rain, yeah. And what time will you Hurricane be out party? there on uh, Sunday afternoon, weather permitting? 
Boy, I haven't got that. Kent, help uh, me out three, there, producer. Three twenty-five kickoff, so probably about two we'll, o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we'll be be on at two ten. I don't we'll, know if we're we're, we're not going to be outside. We're oh, not going to be outside. outside. Yeah, that's why you kind of okay, confused because, me, Bill. I thought maybe you knew something I didn't. Uh, know. Bill, were you outside yesterday? I last was night? outside, and we had our uh, high school show Friday night stars, which airs at six thirty to seven o'clock on Thursday night. Friday night stars on Thursday night. And it previews, TV, right? it previews the high school football weekend. And uh, no rain? We just beat the rain. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were there from 6 30 to 7, and this dark, ominous yeah, cloud oh, was yeah. approaching yeah. Tostitos Championship Plaza <laughs> just as we were signing off. And I, and uh, of course, the crew had to pack Break up down the camera and everything. Quickly. And yeah. I, but I Bill quick, said, you know what? I got to go. I, <laughs> I got to get going here. <laughs> Talent leaving set. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so by seven, seven o'clock and thirty seconds, I was in my truck <laughs> beating that raid. So yeah. very good. But that's every Thursday night we're out there, good. weather permitting. All right, David Moore, the Dallas Morning News, has a report today about Terrence Williams and a looming suspension. What do you make of this? I think David Moore's late to the party. I don't, but we don't know. Right. We don't know. We, nothing we, official. Nothing official, yeah. but we, you know, you, when David Moore usually prints something, it always kind of worries me a little bit. But uh, but uh, to me, we talked about it as a potential. Again, nothing official yet. But I, I think it was, you know, to me, they talk about competition and all that stuff. And I think it's more about protecting himself if, in fact, that is the case. Yeah, if something does happen, then it puts the Bryce Butler signing in much clearer focus. Than, because, I mean, we were debating early part of the week. like On Sunday when the news came out that, okay, they're thinking about signing Bryce Butler, you're wondering, okay, how many wide receivers is this now? I mean, right. we've, yeah, we've already been talking about 13 wide receivers on the roster, <laughs> and something's got to be up. We've already been talking about six as it is and how you disperse these <laughs> snaps, and I don't think they've figured that out yet even. Um, so now if you've got seven active Sundays, somebody's going to have to be inactive. We'll figure out who it is. I mean, Cole uh, Beasley on the injury report yesterday, right? There's that too. Uh, Ankle? Limited. Don't yeah. you think it's going to be Butler if everybody's healthy? I would think if everybody's healthy, yes. Based on Bryce just getting here, I would think so. You would think, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know, Cole, it must have happened during practice because um, – he, he was, was out there a, for the early part, right? Yeah, yeah, he wasn't on the report on Wednesday. Huh. So, but he was in the locker room yesterday. Uh, now, at that time, we didn't know what was going on. I didn't notice anything different about him. So, no raps or anything like that. Uh, I wasn't looking real close, but I, I don't, I don't think so. We're we gonna have to go around and tell everybody stand up. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that. Today <laughs> Let me in see. The room. Anything yeah. wrong? Yeah. Any, any noticeable limps? No. And Sean Lee limited in practice, but he says he's going to play Sunday. That was a step in the right direction because mm-hmm. he went from DMP right. to limited, and he said he's playing. So. I think the intent's there now. We got to see. And he still describes it as a cramp in his hamstring. He was asked, "Is it a hamstring or cramping?" And he said, "It's cramping in my hamstring. Is that possible medically? I don't. I don't know." Well, your your hamstring can cramp up. Can it? Well, you never got cramps in your hamstring. Never. I've never had a hamstring problem. Never. Never. Like even like waking Me of up. All at, people, Mr. Injury Man. I've never had like one. waking up in the. <laughs> Waking up in the I'm middle of the night. I'm not laughing at the way you said it. Have you never woke up? Have you never woke up the middle of night and grabbed your hamstring because it calf? No, it's my calf. Calf. My hamstring. Oh, calves. Yeah. No, uh, no, that's because I got some hamstrings. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can't say that I've done a lot of that sprinting. I haven't done a lot of sprinting in my life, so I'm thinking that my hamstrings aren't very well developed. 
Oh, I've yeah. the, the 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 cramp in your my, hamstring. My, I got is the, the largest calves in the in America. You do. Yeah. You have cantaloupe calves. Oh, they are un- unbelievable. I have three hundred and fifty pound <laughs> offensive lineman calves. <laughs> <laughs> really do. I've noticed that about you, Bill. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd be shocked if Sean doesn't play, right? Yeah. I, th- I think he's. I mean, I think they've probably been pretty deliberate with him so far in practice. I think he's hell bent on playing in this game. And maybe they don't say, "Okay, you got to play all sixty-seven plays." And they've been yeah. rotating those guys anyway. You know, we bit. got. I got tweets during the game of why Sean out, and that was be- I think before the hamstring. First couple games, they will take him out for a series. Uh, they did against the uh, Panthers too. Yeah, just be very judicious when you do it. You know, I would just like to keep talking about Sean Lee because I love watching the video of Sean Lee playing, which we're showing right now. It's one of the advantages of Cowboys. watching Talking Cowboys yes. on the on the video side. If you it's listen true. to it, Bill's describing Sean Lee making all kinds of tackles here. Is That's what he's exactly doing. right. Watch, Garrison, watch on although, your connected course, TV course, device at home. Just yeah, download the Cowboys TV. Now app and there see go. there. There you go. It's Kent Garrison there making the magic happen. Yeah, well, oh, there. now okay. we're back to us. Could that All right, well, does that beg the question, this team is better off? Can they survive without playing without Sean Lee? Um, Couldn't last year. Not I think they're close better, last year. Better equipped, maybe. Better equipped. I, I think used to probably a bad word there. Chance. You would prefer it, but I think the way Jalen has progressed and and Leighton, I think, has played pretty well the first couple games. After reviewing so. coaches' film, what do you think of Leighton Vanderish? I like Leighton Vanderish playing the other day. I think that the the, the thing with Leighton Vanderish, you're always going to get is. You're going to get a guy that's he's got the size, he's got the athletic ability, he's got the ability to finish. When he gets around the ball, he can finish. He could be a physical tackler. What's surprising about him is though in college when he was not getting off blocks well enough, but he was he he had some nice plays where he had to get to the outside, where he had to run, where he had to put himself in position. And so it wasn't I didn't think it was uh you know anything where I was going, "My gosh, I mean, he's a liability." But no, he's they drafted him 19th overall for a reason, you know, and I, I feel like the more they get him involved, the better he might play. So I, I'm all for if they can get him out there and and let him get some work, he's probably going to make a mistake or two, just like Connor Williams does. But, you know, if you, you talk about him, Dorrance Armstrong, Connor Williams, I mean, they, they've got some guys – to Mickey's point, you know, go out there and play some young players. You Gallup's know? Go out, played a yeah, lot yeah. For, a, for a young wide receiver yeah. so far. So you know, I, I think I think what makes it better is what Rob said about Jalen Smith. He he's not a liability having to play fifty right. plays like he was last year because look, Hitchens wasn't bad, right? And he hasn't been bad for Kansas City. <laughs> no, it's City been really either. good. Yeah. Yeah. A forty-five million dollar contract. Yeah, with yeah. Kansas City. but 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 I think it was you got diminishing returns without Lee in there and his leadership, and then Jalen struggling a little bit, and you know, and and it always seemed like Damian Wilson was lost when Lee wasn't in there. When he was in there, he played well. And he, which, by the way, I think he's played pretty well too. Yep. Yeah. And then you got Joe Thomas. You add to the mix, mm-hmm. and so they they've got a deeper linebacker core that can do versatile things more so than, all right, I got three or four of these guys, and you know the other guys play special teams, and these guys so, can't. So, do you think that even if um, Lee wasn't uh, having these hamstring issues that they would be taking him off the field anyway in order oh, to – Oh, I think so too. I think so yeah, too. Yeah, they I did so. it in week one. They, I know, yeah. they did it in week yeah. one. And, and I, but I, I kind of get Mickey's, back to yeah. – they've had him in bubble wrap at the beginning of training yeah. camp, you know. And then I think that they were being just guarded and, and – and Judicious is the word you used? Yep. Yes. And that's yep. the correct word. Yep. You know, I, I, let's, let's be honest. Sean Lee's now in his 30s. 
mm-hmm. you know, and there's a history there. And it's a shame that he his one day they're going to look up and say, man, what a really great football player. And then the next word out of Rob Phillips', Phillips mouth over Concrete Cowboy is going to mm-hmm. be, but Brian, he never could stay healthy. Mm-hmm. He never could stay healthy. And so you have to think about that. And, and it's a shame to – it, it almost it's like it handicaps your ability. You want him out there every single play, but how did he get hurt in the Atlanta game? He was chasing the ball, and all of a sudden he pulls up, and you're like going, well, he got, it, it yeah. was weird because he got pushed from behind." Yeah, remember? He got, but he's chasing like, yeah. and he and he just kind of grabs, and you're going, "But he's such a tightly wound player, right. you know, low body fat, really knows his body, knows his, but it, it's to the point where." It almost it's like it handicaps him and it handicaps the coaches that they he just can't you know mm-hmm. you can't say He's wound so tight yeah you can't say okay he could play sixty five plays he he could play fifty plays and it'll be the best fifty plays you had on defense all night and get those fifty plays for hopefully sixteen games as opposed and, to, and, and, it, and it, it hasn't time, happened it hasn't at, happened and at yeah. the same time when he's not in there then you are preparing someone in his place. It looks like who, they finally got some players right. that can step up when you do take him off the field. And they're better prepared to fill in for him if he does go down with an injury because they've already been in the mix. So I think it goes back to probably to their meetings early in the offseason coming out of last season that that their personnel meetings they they made the decision that we have got to get more depth and better depth at the linebacker position huh? because this is the way we need to handle Sean Lee now at his age. Smith, and where he is, Covington. Yes. I mean they're they're drafting Justin guys. March Lillard, Joe Thomas. Yep. And they went out they went out and got some linebackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one position that they look like they've really helped themselves in the offseason. And now Jalen too. It's like I wrote about this week the play he had, and everybody talks about the hit on Eli, which was tremendous, but Late in the game, deep shot by Manning to Odell Beckham, and yeah. he is turning and taking an angle and at a dead sprint helping Run break away. up that pass on maybe the best wide receiver and one of the best wide receivers in the game. That's a different player than we saw last year. I mean, we talked last year about how he's better maybe going forward because coming off the injury, the change of direction, he's still working back into that. He's a different guy. He's a different guy this year, and that only helps the group. All right, let's go to your phone calls. Let's go to Tim in New York. You're up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Tim. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call, first of all. And Brian Broaddus, you're the man. I listen to you. Any show you're on, you're great. Appreciate it. I got a question for you. Um, Should we be running more 21 personnel? And let me tell you the reason I say that. We're having trouble getting to the middle linebacker, as, as we know. And, you know, Joe Looney's doing a good job, but he's just not a guy that can get there the way that Travis Frederick could and, you know, divide the defense, like you always say, split the defense. Yeah. So should we be using a fullback more to try to dig out that linebacker? Well, that's a good question. And, you know, but if you had a fullback that can go in there and dig out the linebacker, and let's not, I'm not going to put it all on Joe Looney for there are some of the problems they're having with the Mike linebacker or getting to a linebacker. Because there's been some times where Zach Martin's got held up, Joe's got held up, uh, Connor Williams has got held up, and then you mentioned when they've got into some 21 personnel stuff, Olawale has not done a great job with that. I mean, his indecision hurts, I think, and he's trying to search and find the right guy. Sometimes you need a guy that's just going to go in there and whatever the first color he sees, he blasts, and then you go from there. So... I as much as I thought that Olawale, I think Olawale is a better special teams player than Keith Smith. I don't think he's a better 
better point of attack blocker. And so to your point, I would say no. I wouldn't play more 21 personnel. But what I would try and do is I would say, okay, we need to find a way. Let's 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 get the guy that's second level. I mean, I know the intent's there, but let's not okay, let's not just be right on securing the down lineman and then letting that guy run free. Let's hit him, hit the down lineman, pass him off, and then get to the second level if we can. I think it's more of a scheme, a scheme change than it really is a personnel change. Now have I Maybe I'm making this up because I had to watch the first game on TV, but it looked like a, not a lot, but a couple plays. Have they used an H-back, like one of the they tight did. ends? Yeah, they used, they used Schultz. You're absolutely Schultz? right. Yeah, they used Schultz. But Schultz is not – again, that's – They that's don't a, have they that don't, guy. They don't have a guy. And, and, right. And God bless Olawale. Seriously, I mean, Olawale – one of the reasons why you have three running backs – is because Olawale can play as a single back. He can be a tailback for He can you. be a tailback. And he's not he's and I use the term, it's a scouting term called a glass eater. You know, these guys they're just tough, grinded out guys. I think Keith Smith was that. Keith Smith would just throw his body in there and whatever the first bit of cloth he saw, he was hitting. And Olawale's a little bit of a feel, move, feel, and you know, and, and I don't think that helps Zeke. I don't think that helps Zeke at all because Zeke wants to take it and go. He doesn't need somebody in front of him with this indecision. There's a couple of cuts that Zeke made, and I'll just give you an example, a couple of cuts in the game where even – and this is where when linemen even get turned a little bit, Zeke takes a ball. When he feels like a lineman has cut somebody off, he'll take it that way where the lineman was in bad position, and if he would have stayed the path he was on – he would have it would have probably been a better game, but because the contact point of the lineman was off, it threw him off. That's just the way he plays with vision. So, you know, any indecision in front of him is not good. And I think we get that with Ola Wally. Time to get Antoine Woods ready. Play some fullback. Play fullback. fullback. That's kind of a college idea. Yeah, it is. I mean, he, I, like I, I was thinking of body types. He's, yeah, he's it, really right. yeah, kind of the yeah. only one that kind of fits what you, you know, need. Because and he's just foolish enough to stick his head in there. It, you know what? He gets off the ball quick. I mean, I, I like what you're saying. I just, and, and to your point, is absolutely right. Mickey's trying to tell you, and it's the right way, give me somebody that doesn't give a damn and is going to run as hard as he can inside I got and hit somebody. He's, out, he's available right now. Is this this guy, the big tight end guy from Oklahoma back yes. in the day? Well, Blake Bell, Blake, Bell? No, no, not Bell. Not no. Bell Dozer? No, no not him. No? Okay. <laughs> no. I like him yeah. and, and my daughter's great friends okay. with his wife. And is, what's he doing now? Is he's he... in Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, is he... doing, yeah, I mean, he's out. Oh, he's out you know. doing nothing. Okay. Right. Um, I thought that's who you were going to go with. No, no, but it's another OU guy. Aaron okay. Ripkowski, who is with Green Bay. With he got Green cut Bay, by yeah. Green Bay, and I was just looking him up. He is that big Bronco Nagurski bruising yeah, type. Yeah, he's the guy, guy with no face know. mask and yeah. slamming I mean, it. See, and I, I haven't watched him that closely enough, but that's the way he was used at OU. But as, but see, okay, now you're going to go for the special teams aspect, and, and that's the thing is yeah. the Cowboys. Even if there is a guy like that out there that they want to bring in, they uh-huh. have no spot for him unless right. you're cutting. Somebody, well, you to know? me, the ultimate the ultimate thought would be to use I mean, the guy doesn't play special teams but if somehow you could train rico gathers into playing yes that back and if he, if yes. he should, his body is big enough to just go in there and maul somebody 
But the problem is, though, will he will he be hesitant too? Is he willing? And is he willing? That's that's the, a, and Ripkowski yeah. has that. Yeah, attitude. this is a guy that runs into a wall six or seven times a game. I remember him well from Green Bay. Yeah, and he, in fact, he actually carried the ball in a couple yeah. of games. Oh you no, know, they hand they the ball inside, the, a yeah. quick little inside handoff. I was surprised down. that they cut him. Right. Yeah. I, I am here for a six eight fullback. I am here for that. I'm that just in awesome. for. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. I mean, because no, usually, I'm, I'm usually in, the fullback. Yeah. But he, Mickey, brought up a good point. Could you, could you use an H? I know what you're saying. An yeah. H back, and I mean, because Red Ellison type. Yeah, you know that the Giants yeah, have, even know that, that Armstrong, Armstrong just took abused care of. him the other day. I mean, one thing you, from a true fullback, you want a guy with a low center of gravity. And, and Schultz that, is but, more that guy than in the other tight ends that the Cowboys. Yeah, but have, Schultz right? has got a little bit of apprehension about him as well. I mean, that's the problem. You, Keith Smith didn't care. You know, he really didn't. I mean, he was like he was. He would get on the path and he would just run until he until he'd hit somebody. You know, it didn't matter what he hit his own guys. But you need that kind of player. If to the to the caller's question, if yeah, he's got the right idea. If you can't get to the full, if you can't get to the Mike linebacker, use twenty one personal. But do you have these? You have that person. Man, I never thought we'd talk ten minutes, twelve minutes on uh, twenty one personnel. Right. But but that's you know because most people are saying oh. Just spread them out. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Even Witten was saying See, that. See, once again, <laughs> they missed James Hanna. That's, you no, that's, what, that's that, why that, we're talking about this, see, honestly, right? There's, mean, there's players, and there's another Oklahoma guy, by the way, Bill. There's players, I'm well aware of that. There's players <laughs> that, that you, you don't, when they leave, you're like going, God, well, I mean, there are people that were always talking about unsung yes, guys, like yeah. stuntman. You know, okay, you know, bring in the stuntman. You know, okay, right. we're not going to get Bill Jones injured. We're going to put Brian Broaddus in there and let him get injured. You know, that's stuntman. that. Yeah, stuntman, get in stuntman, and then boom, he goes in there and gets destroyed. But the gain is for twelve yards, and Zeke and everybody, and he's he's giving it the eat signal, and James Hanna is like wobbling to the sidelines. Right, and then three and plays later, gets cut short. Yeah. and then and then three plays later, stuntman, and yeah. then James Hanna gets back in there and does a stuntman move. And I was just yeah. looking at Ripkowski; he was battling a back injury last year, which is probably, <laughs> probably why, why the Packers, a, he was a stuntman. Yeah, yeah. And why the Packers cut him? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we continue on talking Cowboys, and we've got some fearless forecasts coming up. For for Sunday when we come back. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. 
Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to Talking Cowboys. Yeah, Mickey's looking for that fullback with a bad face that can use some Jack Black. You want to use what the pros use? Not all, not all pros use Jack Black, but they should. Make sure you get you some. Jack Black is the official men's scare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black playmaker for Jack Black faves, plus a full-size lip balm for just 10 bucks with free shipping. You can get this at getjackblack.com. Use code COWBOYS. Get that uh, butter face feel. That's right. The Butterface. My mom texted me after the show the other day and said, great show, you guys, Butterfaces. <laughs> We're talking I'm about the, build, the, yeah. the beard loop. Yeah, I love, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Is that like a putting, Seinfeld episode? It's like putting butter on your face. Uh-huh. Yes. Now, what's the stuff you gave me? What's that called? Uh, I gave you some... the uh, the. It's the... I like it. Clean, the skin cleaner. Yeah. Uh, the face cleaner. Yeah. It's yeah. like a face mask or something. Face... It, yeah. I don't know the name is of it, the, but I know one thing. Is it the scrub? Or it's the scrub. Yeah. The gritty stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes when, it feel like it's doing something, when, right? Yeah. When Bill showers, that's what he needs to use. When, right. when, <laughs> when, when, when Bill if, showers, if Bill on those showers, occasions that he showers, or or when he doesn't shower, I just yeah. use that. No, you then you'll use it when you shower. Yes, yeah. Don't you got to use it when you shower, Bill? Like, it's so do you put it on your whole face. Yes. yes. Just keep okay. it out your eyes, though. Yeah, you got to keep it out yeah, your yeah, eyes. I saw sure. that on the directions. Yeah. yeah. And so. <laughs> Did you read the directions? I did read the directions. Uh, you, were you confused on how to use it? Well, did you think it was I a mask? It as a, did you think it was a peel do you off use mask? It, do you use it as a pre-beard no, lube? No, 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 no. Beard lube's a whole beard other... Beard lube's That's life-changing, too. All right, so I'm yeah. using it wrong. I, I put it on before I did that, then I rinsed it off, then I put the beard lube on. Well, that's okay. Uh, okay. Just scrub, you scrub your it. face. Just scrub your face completely. I haven't done my forehead with yeah, it Yeah, your yet. daughters will appreciate it. I still okay. don't understand and the, the beard lube. Beer, what do you mean? Like how it works. Because it doesn't foam up. It's butter. It's just kind of. Oh, but it's a smooth You're the one who said shave. it felt like smooth butter. I know close. it does, but yeah. I don't understand why. You 21 personnel and skin it's magic. Yeah. 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 That's our own. That's like 21 person. You <laughs> that's use our the scrub yeah. first. Yeah. And, oh, well, you got a bad face. You, you need the, this stuff. You use the scrub after the beard loop. <laughs> I'll shave and then wash my face with the scrub. Okay. You could do yeah. that. All right. So it's like double. That should be that pride. should be the tagline on their commercials. If you've got a bad face, yeah. All right, one more stuff. one more question on that. Do y'all shave in the shower or at the shower? Sink? It's it's, shower. it's hard on the water bill, but shower, yeah. shower, yeah. yeah. You have a mirror. Brush their no, teeth. I've mastered the. Uh, I don't. I don't yeah. have a mirror. Yeah, that's why one no side mirror. burns here and the other one's there. <laughs> yeah, what do you good just, for TV? Yeah, yeah, you got to get out. Don't just fix that when you get out. Oh, when you got a mirror. All right, you brush your teeth in the shower? No, no. Why would anyone do that? No. People do that. Save time. Seriously, save time. How does it save time? You just you know shave, brush your teeth. Speaking of showers, <laughs> yes. I, I got a question. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Jamil showers. They could use him running the it's street a, option it's, stuff. It's, it's a locker room question. Oh, Uh-oh. so the guys go in and take a shower. They Uh-oh. need to shower. And then when they, and I watched yesterday, Uh-oh. and at least Where's five of them. 
five of them came out uh, like this <laughs> with their phone in the shower. So no way. Do they have like a uh, a phone holder like when you go in there to? The put, iPhone what? is waterproof. The new ones are. So why you do you have they, to have your phone in the shower? Listen to music. That's good. Oh, yeah, 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 I agree with that. Forever Maybe. the sickest kids. You but I listen see, to that. I saw <laughs> I saw one after another of another coming out with their phone out of the shower area. I don't know. When you get the uh, checks they get, I think they can afford a new phone. That's if they true. Get okay. And for any of you who are I thought maybe they a, had one of those platforms, you know, like when you go to a wedding. What no if you phones? don't like the music of the guy next to you in the shower? And you uh, put headphones on when you walk in, maybe. Waterproof there, too. Water, don't they, yeah, 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 do that. Or there or might be a guy in there with a phone check. And by the way, for any of you <laughs> a who phone check shower, shower at the fitness center and then go into the restroom to shave at the sink... Keep your towel around you, yes, please. Please. <laughs> please. Can, I, can I share one more pet peeve, oh. and then maybe we'll get back to football? And what? Big game of shadow this week. I was going to say, and dry your feet, too. <laughs> the other thing, too, is if you're going to the bathroom, and you're at the urinal, you don't put your phone away. Don't don't handle your phone while you're <laughs> handling your business. Yes, don't do that. That's unsanitary, okay? Because then you're going to use the handle, and then, yeah, and everybody's getting... Dirty germs. No wonder, right, and you might call me, and I'll get germs from you. You can check. Are you phobic about grabbing the handle on the door coming out? A little bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> do you, you can, use like your you elbow? Check, you how, can, do you, you can, how do you get the door open? Do you? Uh, you can. You, you can take a towel and do that. And then throw it in the <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can check Twitter after you pee. You know what I mean? Like, you can. You can wait. You can wait. It can wait. Anyway, this is like this is like Shannon show right this now. This is yeah. yeah I'm going right. to talk more football on Shannon show this afternoon than this one. <laughs> All right, what NFL city is more fired up about football right now than Cleveland? More fired up. What, uh, what NFL city is more or as fired up as Cleveland is about their team? Tampa. 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 Let's go to Allen in oh, Tampa next right, up on go. Talking Cowboys. Right, Hello, Allen. Hey, good morning. Um, I'm hoping we can talk more about the showering and the shaving. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah. um, listen, I, I would like to come back to a conversation that uh, Brian and Mickey had uh, after the first about the quarterback play. I, I want to say that I really appreciated you taking that on, that uh, issue head on, because you were talking about uh, the difference between Dak's performance when he stays in the pocket or when he rolls out. Yeah. And Brian was making the case, you know, look, uh, we have to talk about what are we saying about the quarterback and his abilities, and he's, is he a better out-of-the-pocket passer? And Mickey pointed out that when he rolled out, he still threw the ball at the tight end's feet. And sure. now when we look at this week and his performance, I'd like your opinion. I'd like to come back to that discussion about what you guys think about what I saw this past week was a return to his season one performance, and where he actually seemed best to me was as a pocket passer, not when he's throwing the ball on the move. Most of his bootlegs are not successful from what I can see the last few years, and you guys also pointed that out. When he does the bootleg, whether it's a coverage issue, his tight ends are not getting open, and he does not throw the ball from what I can see nearly as well as when he just sits in the pocket and has a little bit of time. He is a very accurate passer. And I'd like to hear your guys' opinion about this whole idea of rolling him out, having him throw on the move, or keeping him as a pocket passer when he's going to throw the ball. Okay. I think there's a difference between a called rollout bootleg yes. and throwing the ball than having to scramble away from trouble and try to throw the ball on the run. Usually he's thrown off his back foot when he's doing yes. that. 
and that's yeah. when he gets himself in trouble. Yes. I think from the bootleg standpoint, it, it's not all that bad, but the caller's right. Teams have gotten on to that, and, and, they, and they've snuffed out his options on where to throw the ball, and guys aren't getting open as they did when he was a rookie, I thought. Uh, but, yeah, you know, he, he is – I think he's better in the pocket, but if it's a called bootleg, I think he's okay. It's those scramble ones that he tries to make something out of nothing – and you get yourself in trouble, which I think uh, Baker Mayfield will find out also because yep. I think he found yep. out last night that he's not as fast in the NFL as he was in college. The guys were running him down. Yeah, and he can't break tackles like he could yeah. in college. If, you, if, you, if you're into the numbers, just looking at where he, Dak throws the ball, what do you think his – he's thrown 16 passes to the right sideline. How many of those do you think he's completed? I would have no idea. Um, okay, well, he's a 60-something percent passer, so let's say... 16 passes to the right sideline. If you, I'm just going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk you through. with his percentage, about, about 9 or 10. 70. Uh, he's 2 of 16 some throwing of to the right sideline. And some of those are throwaways, I bet. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. yeah How about this? And, and to Mickey's point, he's 7 from 7. He's 7 from 7 in the middle of the pocket. 7 for 7 is what they've got. And they've got he's he's ten of twelve throwing to the left sideline. So clearly he struggled. He's clearly struggled throwing the ball to his right, and maybe a lot of that yeah, is with the boots and the waggles and think, stuff. But think about this: if if you're unloading one, you're not throwing across your body to the left. You're throwing to the right. Yeah. So so half his completions last week were throwaways, and I bet every one of them went to the right. Mm-hmm. He's he's twenty two of twenty five of throws from one to ten yards. He's four of eleven from throws of eleven to twenty yards. Can he's, we get them to subtract the throwaways from their? Oh, I didn't. List. I didn't yeah, say targets. Yeah. I didn't yeah, say yeah, targets. Yeah, right. I didn't yeah. say targets. Okay. I know that drives Mickey nuts, and he's absolutely right. But he's one of three from throws of thirty or thirty or more yards. What do you think that one was? Bombs away. Touchdown. Bombs that was away. Tavon. Tavon. Yeah. 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 Seven for seven in the middle of the pocket, though. Hmm. I didn't think I, I, I'm. I wasn't expecting that. I stat. was not expecting that either. Yeah. But I mean, to me, if you watch him play, you would seem like to. I, I, I don't mind him throwing on the move a little bit. I mean, when he has to scramble a little bit, I don't mind that. I, you know, I just want. I, you know, I, I can understand playing in the pocket. I get that. I just want to see him do more read option stuff. That's what I want to see. I'm, I'm not asking him just to throw every ball on the move. I'm asking him to to take the snap, re- read the defensive end, and run for eight yards. I like it because it not only helps him get going, it helps Zeke because it gives them another running threat to worry about, and it, it kind of loosens things up for your true running back at times. All right, so, we're we ready to get to our two-minute offense? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday fearless forecast for Sunday in Seattle. Mickey, would you like to start with a pick of the game and a pick to click? And by the way, last week, I didn't get your pick to click. I didn't write it down. But you got the game right. 20, what was it? You I, picked it 1917. Yeah. Dallas, 1917. The whiskey. <laughs> the whiskey brand, 1917. Yeah, that's right. That's right. How about 24-16 Cowboys? 24-16 Cowboys and your pick to click. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Go around. All the, right, we'll go around the, the horn. And then I'll tell you. Rob Phillips. Uh, I mentioned Zeke. I think uh, – if they're going to have a chance to win, they got to get him going. That's in the passing game too, so I'll pick him. 
And you, who's your winner? I'm going with Seattle in this game. I'm going law of averages. Uh, I don't think they're as bad as 0-2 would suggest. I, I think the Cowboys are going to have to avoid what happened in Carolina and not get in those situations where the crowd is affecting them and they're in bad down and distance. I just think Seattle's got to win this game to have a shot, and I think they're better than their record suggests. I think they win at home. You have a score? Uh, I would say 21-20 Seattle. I, th- I think if you watch Ooh. both teams – Dallas beat, is capable of beating this team. Sure, they're. I'm, I'm going to yeah. take Seattle at home. Was that the same score as the 2006 Romo botch snap? Uh, it was a playoff uh, game, right? Something like that. It was close. Yeah. And by the way, last week Rob had Dallas winning 20 to 17, and uh, Demarcus Lawrence was your pick to click. Okay, Brian brought us. Yeah, I, I think. If- uh, by the way, Brian last week. Had Dallas winning 24-13 and Sean Lee as the pick to click. Yeah, he didn't click all that well. I mean, he was okay. But okay. Uh, I, I think I'm with Rob on this. I, I, I don't think Seattle's a bad football team. And I think that, that it's going to come down to way, how well Russell Wilson plays in this game for them. And they've been terrible on third down, uh, as Dallas has been. I worry about the the discipline with with the Cowboys defense is going to have to play in this game because I I think that there's a lot of things that Brian Schottenheimer is going to have to look at offensive coordinator and say, you know what, we got to go back to doing some of the things that Russell Wilson can do well. I think you're going to see some read option stuff. I think you're going to see it really a large part because what Dallas, the problems they had with it in the first half of the Carolina game. So I I feel like that that's going to be a, a factor. I don't think Seattle's a bad team. I think their backs are against the wall. I'm going to pick the Seahawks here uh, to win this football game. I don't think it's going to be a really, really high-scoring game. I think it's going to be one of those like 20 to 13 games Seahawks. All right. And your pick to click was or is? Well, I mean, it's going to be Russell Wilson Russell if they're Wilson. going to win. Yeah, okay. but for the Cowboys, if the Cowboys are going to win, I think that it's going to have to be a defensive player uh, controlling this. I, I think they're going to have to tackle uh, give me uh, Jalen Smith in that if they're going to win right. this game. Yeah. All right. And I've thought all week Seattle because of the intangibles, the home home opener and all that. And today I've decided to switch to the Cowboys. <laughs> if I'm going to, if I pick the Cowboys to go 11 and five this season, then they need to win this road yeah, there game. You go. And so I'm going uh, 24-23 in a squeaker. The Cowboys win on the last second field goal by Brett Maher, who is not my pick to click. Instead, it's Cheeto Awuzie is my pick to click. Now, your pick to click, Mickey, to close it out. Mick's pick to click. Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory. And just to to throw one out there for you, this is compliments of Nick Eatman when I pointed out that the – Seahawks had won 14 of the last 15 home openers. Nick figured out that the Cowboys have won 14 of the last 15 third games of the season. There you go. And they're like uh, two and one the last eight years after three games, something like that. Yes. All right. So the, the only loss they had is in 2015 when they had the lead in Atlanta with Whedon at quarterback. Oh, boy. Something's got to give, doesn't it? got to give. All right. We'll talk about Good a Monday on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?